Oh, yes, sister. Today, we are going to go there. Mm-hmm. Let's talk addiction, specifically phone addictions. Is that you? Be honest. Listen, I'm going to be the first one to be honest with you. That's me, okay? I am addicted to my phone. And I think nowadays, <laughs> most adults are. And almost all children that, has ac- that have access to a phone are, undeniably. So let's talk addiction today. And today I'm going to go there. Yes, we're going to go there with scripture. But it's not to condemn you in any way. You know, the Bible does not condemn you, right? It doesn't condemn you. You condemn yourself with your own sin. I condemn myself with my own sin. My own sin condemns me, right? The devil tries to condemn me, but God does not condemn you. God loves you. He wants to save you. And he wants you to hear the truth so that you may be connected with him, so that you may have an awesome relationship with him, and so that you may do his will, what he meant for you to do in your life and to fulfill your purpose in this life. Okay, sister, so this is not a condemnation, uh, you know, podcast or anything like that. All right. Uh, However, we do need to be sometimes reprimanded and and uh, the Bible does that. You know, the Bible uh, disciplines, but the Bible also rebukes <laughs> because it's not that it's it just does it. it. It rebukes you when you know there is rebuking to be done, when there's sin in your life that needs to be addressed. And addiction, I'm going to define addiction for a second because addiction can be a little tricky. Like sometimes someone can see addiction as, oh my gosh, like you're just such a sinner and you're a horrible person because you're addicted. And that's not true. That's not really true. An addiction, I'm going to define an addiction, what addiction, um, an addiction says. And we're going to talk about uh, what the Bible says uh, about these addictions. And they're going to actually help you. So they will convict you. (laughs) They will get to you. But they're going to move you. And at the end, there's one verse that is going to totally, absolutely lift you up and encourage you to get you going and get you out of this addiction and get you focused. Okay, sister, you ready? All right, let's get to it. Are you so busy and overwhelmed that you can't get enough time to connect with God? Are distractions robbing you of your time with Jesus? Is your motivation to spend time in the word just not what it used to be? Do you want to be more consistent in your personal Bible study? Welcome home, sister. I'm Rosie, a mom, wife, teacher, and devoted disciple of Jesus. And like you, I struggled to stay consistent with my Bible study. When life got busy, I felt so overwhelmed that spending time in God's word was no longer a priority. In my hardest seasons of life, my motivation to be in the Bible grew weak. I lost my convictions and walked away from God, but by His grace, my faith was restored and with the conviction to never take God's word for granted again. If you're tired of letting the enemy steal away your time, energy, focus, and motivation, then sister, this podcast is for you. So go reheat your coffee, dust off your journal and Bible, and get ready to take back your time. So the first ver- the first thing I want to do is I want to talk about the definition of addiction. According to Oxford, specifically Oxford references, it says addiction is a state of dependence produced by the habitual taking of drugs 
or by regularly engaging in certain behaviors. Okay, so we know that phones are not drugs, right? That's not true. But regularly engaging in certain behaviors, that's where the phone use, okay, comes in. All right. So when I say phone use, yes, I mean social media as definitely one of them. And it may be actually the most addicting thing on your phone, probably the most. Social media is definitely, I would say it's up there number one. But it's not just social media. Okay. So social media can include things like Instagram. I'll just clarify here. Things like Instagram, TikTok, uh, even YouTube, although YouTube can be also a search engine and can be pretty helpful for certain things. And social, and so can social media, frankly, they, social media can, can serve a good purpose, uh, in, in a way, right. It can serve a good purpose. So all things can serve a good purpose, but they're not necessarily good for you. <laughs> so let's just keep that in mind. Okay. But so for social media, um, engaging in certain behavior, social media, but also I was going to say when I lift up my phone, it's not always about social media. Okay. It can be about checking to see who texted me, uh, when I don't really, you know, I know that it, it may not really be an emergency checking to see, um, you know, whatever messages going into your email too many times unnecessarily. So when I took YouTube off my phone, I started going into my email more frequently. Why did I do that? Why? Because I'm addicted to my phone. I'm addicted to going in and checking something. That's why. Um, if I, you know, so I'm not taking off the Gmail from my phone because the Gmail has a lot of important things in it. But then I realized, wait, I, I got to stop. And so I, I got to just check it like every maybe, you know, a couple times a day. Like, why do I have to check it all the time? Unless I'm really expecting something urgent. That's a little bit different, right? If I know that something's coming in, even checking my work email all the time, like, okay, some people might need to check their work email all the time. That's okay. If that's your responsibility to do that and you have a purpose for it and you're expecting something important, then okay, that's not an addiction. You have to do it, right? It's not, it's part of your job. So that's not an addiction. Okay. I just want to clarify, but you know, um, even going into other apps, uh, even some gaming apps, perhaps you might have a gaming app uh, that, you know, gives you entertainment, temporary entertainment while you wait, uh, things like that. You know, I'm going to tell you, even going into your videos, your personal videos and pictures, just to kind of look back. I think it's beautiful to look at pictures. But if again, if you've gotten rid of anything, else, everything else and you're like, let me look at my pictures. Why are you looking at your pictures when you should be doing something else? Right. So this is why I say distracted by phone and not necessarily just social media, because even when you take off like I did the social media from my phone and I did that. Trust me, sister, I did that like oh, like many months ago. Um, still you can use your browser to find things. Okay. So even, uh, even for example, for Facebook, right? I have, I don't have it on my phone. However, I have a browser that can get to Facebook. And more recently I was thinking, you know what? I go into my browser a little too much. And yes, my purposes are ultimately like 90% of the time I'm going on Facebook is not to see anything personal. It really is to see my my group my community group and to see if they've um if there's anything i need to respond to or um another thing is to go into my community uh which is the mastermind i'm doing right now my my uh group coaching program uh, to see if i've gotten responses from my questions feedback from other coaches things like that okay so that's fine but even then i've 
been looking too much at it, like too many times. And I've noticed that lately. So this is why God put on my heart this episode today, because I'm like, man, if I took all my, dist- well, most of my distractions, let's just say, because I still have a browser, I still have my email. I even have YouTube back on it because I do YouTube shorts on Saturdays on my channel where I uh, encourage people with with a Bible verse a 15 second Bible verse and I do that every Saturday I love that it's easy to do the live version on there to do that however the temptation is to go into YouTube too often right why right when I could be for example listening to Spotify like I have a spot the Spotify app um, worship music on there I don't have to go to YouTube to listen to worship music necessarily although it sometimes I, I do like to do that right um, I don't really like the, the commercials, side note, because <laughs> I don't have the free version. My husband has it, but I don't have that. So the commercials are kind of disruptive. So why would I do that, right? Why not just go on Spotify or another music app and just listen to your worship music or other other music that helps you relax or, or helps you bring you joy or helps you focus on God? So again, there's always, you have to ask yourself, like, is you know, why am I looking at my phone? Is there a purpose? Do I have to do it right now? Is this taken away from my time with my daughter, my son, my, my kids, you know, my, my husband, is this taken away from my time with God? Most importantly, is this taken away from my time with God? And second, most importantly, loving others, right? Loving your neighbor as yourself. So love God first, then love your neighbor as yourself. So others that you could be loving up on that you could be spending quality time with. So the Oxford dictionary also has an adjective to addiction. And it says, addicted to something, unable to stop using or doing something as a habit, especially something harmful. Okay, so let's look at those two things. First of all, stop using or stop doing something as a habit. Is it a habit? So is picking up your phone and looking at it frequently during the day, or even I hate to say this, and I have been guilty, my sister of this, even as you're at that stoplight, Hopefully not while you're driving, right? Cause, and even I've done that. Tr- trust me. I've done that. And I'm like, girl, stop. Like, you're driving. Like, that's, it's terrible. It's horrible. Like, oh, this is embarrassing. But I've done that. And I'm like, no. And I made a decision to stop because it's dangerous. Like, you can't do that. Even if you're like, oh, I'm literally just wrapping up with something. You can't do that. But this is how bad it is. I have seen, and so I've done this myself, right? At the red light, I'm like, oh, let me check something that I don't need to be checking. And first of all, you don't even really need to be checking it. If you, you mean, honestly, you have like those, I even have it like the, not the, the interrupt. uh, What is that? Like the silence thing where you get a message out to someone. I'm driving right now. I will get back to you or something like that. I forget what it's called, but I have that on there as well. So like, there's no reason, like if I think someone's trying to contact me and oh, if I don't get to them, they're going to think I'm ignoring them. No, no, I have that notice on there. So if I'm driving, like, they know that I'm going to get back to them as soon as I can. So you can do that on your phone, by the way, if you're tempted to like use your phone while you're driving. There should be no reason for that. So this is how bad it's gotten. I stop at the red light and I look at almost everyone. And how many times do you <laughs> do you have to like honk your horn so people can move after the red light? Okay, I- I'm babbling on a little bit here, but come on. Seriously, this is like, this is the kind of thing we're facing right now with our phones. There is a huge addiction to our phones. And even the most well-intentioned Christian like you and me, can fall into this addiction. Okay. So 
let's um, go ahead and oh, and it also says especially something harmful in the Oxford adjective to to stop doing or using something as a habit, especially something harmful. Well, how is how is uh, using your phone harmful? You know, on the X on the Oxford Dictionary right under that, it says to become addicted to drugs slash gambling slash social media. Oxford says social media. It doesn't even say gambling or drugs anymore. They literally added. I don't know when they added this. It had to be when we started finally realizing and doing studies on addictions to social media, whenever that was probably more recently than older. But the fact that they included the word social media in the Oxford dictionary, that tells you something, sister, that tells me something like this is a real problem. All right. So now let's get to the Bible verses. All right. Hold on tight, sisters, because there are some Bible verses here. And if you are which I assume you are a believer in the word of God. You know, the word of God is true. You know that this is his, this is coming from him. The people that wrote this are, were inspired by him. Take this seriously right now, what we're about to read together. Okay. Turn to Colossians. Uh, well, the first one I'm going to read is actually in Corinthians, not Colossians. I just finished doing a study on Colossians, by the way. So I have Colossians on my mind, but turn to Corinthians uh, 6, 12 specifically 1 Corinthians 6.12. Okay, so it says, all things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be dominated by anything. Okay, so yeah, like Paul's talking about how there are just a lot of things that I can technically do by law. I'm not like breaking the law if I do this or that. There's a lot of things that I don't need to like say, oh, no, I'm, you know, you can do this and it's not against the law. However, is it helpful, right? That's what you have to ask yourself. So thinking about your phone use or whether it's by social media or other, other things, thinking about how much you use your phone unnecessarily. Um, is it helpful? Is what you're doing with your phone right now helpful? Or is it, is it what you do frequently in the day with your phone helpful? Okay. And I say phone, um, but also think about, you know, if you're on the computer too, and you're addicted to something on your computer, keep that in mind because some people don't really use phones as much and they use their computers and they'll go on social media a lot on their computers or they'll, um, I don't know, go watch a lot of videos, too many, <laughs> um, anything that takes your time from God, from what's important, even watching a lot of TV. Like, I don't want you to just think this is just the phone. So if you're like, however, I think that most of us are just, the phone is the issue. Um, but again, it could be other things, right? So it doesn't have to be just a phone, but are you, you have to ask yourself, are you dominated by that thing? Are you dominated by that thing? Paul says, I will not be dominated by anything. Let that challenge you, but let that also encourage you. Let's look at the next Bible verse in James chapter four, verse seven. It says, submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil and he will free, flee from you. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Okay, but understand something. Before you resist the devil, you must submit yourself to God. This is important. You don't just go, devil, I'm going to resist you. You're going to get away from me. Yes, you can say that and proclaim that. That's fine. I think that's really confident building. But remember that this is not you, yourself, you alone resisting the devil. That's a big mistake. You need God. You need to submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Like it says in James chapter 4. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. So how do you submit yourself to God? Well, in prayer, number one, in the word. I mean, we talk so much in this podcast about being your word every day. It's so important, even with different techniques, when even in the busiest time or the hardest time or when you're sick, but you're still not getting away from being in the word. 
being in prayer, being in prayer. I don't talk about that enough. We're going to talk more about prayer, sister, too, because that is a big part of it. Being in prayer is important. You got to submit yourself to God, submit your will, submit your life. Say, God, I submit to you my life, my, my day. When you pray for your day, submit to God. And then it says, resist the devil. So when you submit your God, you can resist the devil, but you got to make that decision. Resist the devil. So resist the devil. Resist the devil. The devil has a lot of temptations. He's whispering into your ear. He's trying to get you to do, including these addictions. The devil says, pick up your phone. It's fine. You know what, sister? Like she, you know, devil will even call you sister. (laughs) When you're not the sisters of the devil, the sister of the devil. I don't know. Those voices in your head, they tell you all kinds of stuff, which is the devil's voice, right? So anyway, the devil could say, you know, um, oh, uh, you know, it's okay. You've worked so hard today. Just pick up the phone. It's fine. You deserve a little mental break. And then start scrolling through and, you know, endlessly, mindlessly, because that's it. Instead of what could you do? Like fill in the blank with this. Like, what could you do instead of doing that? When you've had a tough day, when you're tired, instead of scrolling through your phone or trying to pick up your phone for things, what can you do instead? Well, yeah, you can, of course, you can pick up your phone and go on Spotify and go and listen to worship music. If you're picking up your phone because of that, awesome, do it, right? That's awesome. But aside from that, like, if you're like, man, this is too much for me to have my phone around, you can put your phone somewhere completely different, store it away somewhere, put it on do not disturb, right? For a time that you don't need to be disturbed. There's multiple things you can do, but resist the devil, resist the temptation. And you know what? The devil will flee from you. The devil doesn't like to be around people who are reading their Bible. Although he tries, he tries to sneak in there, but he won't. Because when you got the word in your mind and your brain all day long, there's no devil there. And then when you pray, there's no devil there. The devil doesn't like to be between you and God. He just doesn't. Why would he be there? (laughs) He's scared. He's running. Jesus already trampled him when he died on the cross for you and me. Okay. The other scripture I want to share with you, the Bible verse, is in Proverbs chapter 7, verse 1 through 5. And again, if you're looking in your Bible, turn there with me. If not, if you're driving or if you're just doing listening while you're doing XYZ household chores, like I do, I love doing things while listening to podcasts, except for certain Bible study podcasts. Usually I'll sit down for those. Um, all right. So Proverbs chapter 7 was verse 1 through 5. And of course, if you want to go through this uh, episode again, I've, and you're busy right now doing something and you're just listening, listen, listen again, grab your notebook and pen, write it down because this is going to help you. Okay. It says in Proverbs seven, verse one, my son, keep my words and store up my commands within you. You know, I like to change my son to my daughter, right? So I'm going to read it. My daughter, keep my words and store up my commands within you. Keep my commands, verse two, and you will live. Guard my teachings as the apple of your eye. Verse three, bind them on your fingers, write them on the tablet of your heart. Verse four, say to wisdom, you are my sister and to insight, you are my relative. And verse five, they will keep you from the adulterous woman, from the wayward woman with her seductive words. Do you see your phone or your addiction, your social media as an adulterous woman? Let's think about that for a second. Maybe you want to see him, maybe turn that into the adulterous man. That's fine. But I think that the Bible uses adulterous woman for a reason. And they, you know, the Bible uses a lot that, that 
comparison. A, a woman can can seduce, and we and listen. There's there's something that can be beautiful about that if you're within marriage. Like I, you know, it's, it's, if you're married, you 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 can use the, your 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 you know your beauty and and get all you know night you know dressed up and take care of yourself and really use that to really um not only delight your husband right but seduce them and in, in a way that is not in a bad way right because this isn't with love right because this is something that god has created marriage and so if you're if you're married and you're listening to this and you're doing that like you're not an adulterous woman if you're doing that okay so i think that god has given us women a an ability to just be of course a beauty that's inner and outward whether you believe it or not god has made you beautiful and perfect and amazing um so be assured of that but a woman is meant to bring beauty out bring bring all the best in a man out not to be a seductress in a way that will tempt the man and so i think that that the, the fact that you can actually, if I, if you change your mind and, and get your mindset on the fact that the phone can be good, it can be a helpful thing, but can also be, cause you know, you got the Bible app in there, right? You got other things, you, you, you got phones to connect with people. You can call people you love. So I don't, I'm not saying the phone is an evil thing, just like social media is not necessarily an evil thing, but the way you're using it. So if it's calling you like an adulterous woman, if the phone use, if the social media use is, or even if all the unnecessary TV, unnecessary movies on that are taking time that you could spend either with God, number one, or with others that you love or doing productive things. If you're a businesswoman or if you need to catch up with work, like instead of that, you're choosing other distractions, then that then see it like that they can be like an adulterous woman who are using their seductive words like as you're going through and listening or hearing or reading whatever you're reading in your social media or whatever you are like they can be seductive and understand that there's good things in social media and on tv and there's also bad things and you know that you and i know that so again it's how are you using this okay there's another scripture, fourth scripture is about self-control. We're going to talk self-control for a moment here because this is really what God wants you and I to do is have self-control. This is what the ultimate goal is. So let's look at Proverbs chapter 25, verse 28. It says, a woman, I changed man to woman, okay? A woman without self-control is like a city broken into and left without walls. Ooh, let me repeat that. A woman without self-control is like a city broken into and left without walls. Wow. Do you want to be broken into and left without walls, without any protection, without any security? Of course not. I know you don't want to be. Practice self-control, sister, because this is the number one thing, the number one practical that you can do. This is this is it right here. Self-control. The Proverbs talk so much about di different kinds of discipline. But at the end of the day, discipline is what keeps us close to God, keeps us in the word, keeps us productive, keep, keeps us effective. I mean, I mean, it keeps, uh, allows us to spend quality time with people, allows us to really make the most of our day, allows us to really ultimately have the joy and live the, the life that God has meant us to live, the life to the full that God talks about, right? In the Bible, living life to the full. All right, my last scripture, which I actually want to encourage you with. This is a powerful scripture, my sister. Are you ready for this? It's going to empower you, okay? In 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, it says, For God gave us, for God gave you and me, 
God gave you, sister, a spirit, not of fear, but of power, of love, and self-control. My sister, you have a spirit, not of fear, but of power, love, and self-control. You have the Holy Spirit. You know that. That Holy Spirit is God. You know God, the three-in-one Holy uh, Holy Spirit, God, uh, the Son, and the Father, right? Father, Son, Holy Spirit. You have a spirit, not of fear. And there's no need to be afraid. There's no need to be afraid of, oh my gosh, I'm going to make this decision, but what if I fall back next week? Or what if I fall back into a few days? I'm going to be a failure. Nope. You pick yourself back up and you say, no, Satan, you are not taking over. God is taking over. And you get back up and you get back to what you've decided. Make that decision, sister. No fear here. You have power, love, and self-control. You have self-control. You do have it. God gave you that spirit. Use it. Okay, sister? All right, my sister. I hope that this has uh, challenged you, but also encouraged you because this is what I wanted to do. You know, make the decision today, my sister, to be free from your phone addiction. Start baby steps, okay? If you can't do it all at once because you're, oh my gosh, I feel like starting baby steps. Get rid of one app, then get rid of another. And a few days later, get rid of another. Um, pray. Put this in prayer, okay? Go back to the scriptures. Take notes. Put them, bind them on your hearts like it says in the Bible, right? Ta put them on the tablet. Write them on the tablets of your heart, right? So get these scriptures into your heart. Make, make them your convictions and make that decision today. All right, sister? I love you so much and I will see you in the next one. Hey, sister, did this episode encourage or bless you in some way? Well, if it did, then I invite you to share it with a friend. Also, I want to invite you to join me in my free online Facebook community called The Intentional Christian Woman. There is an amazing sisterhood that is growing, that encourages each other, that prays for one another, and I really want to connect with you there. Lastly, sister, if you haven't done so, I would invite you to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the way that I know this show is blessing you. Sister, once again, thank you for joining me today. I love you. Know that you're on my heart and I'm praying for you. And I will see you in the next one.